What's up, Wrigglers, Rigrats, and Riglets? I get it. Okay. I get confused because Wrigglers and Riglets are real close. Yeah. That's where every time I say it, I get the first two. That I gotta you need, say, you need one, one with a different. Um, I should say Riglets and Wrigglers right next to each other, and then finish with Rigrats. You need to come up with a different one. A fourth That's one. That's not with a L. No. So take one of the Wrigglers or Riglets. Take one of them and like put something else in there because we got Rigrats, Wrigglers, and yeah. Who knows what? Who knows what? Well, see, he's coming around, guys. Well, what's up, guys? I just want you to be successful. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I appreciate that. We're back, guys. Another episode of Meet Us at the Rig. Steve, got you. Do we, we never talk about like got your host David and Steve here? I guess sometimes maybe I've said host. Um, yeah, I guess we are hosts. One of these days, we're gonna have these real cool intro sequences here. I know. And they're gonna be talking like some some something profound you've said, something profound I've said. And we're gonna be, have somebody else do it too. We're gonna have like a voiceover person. Yeah. It'll be, be fancy. The, I can't. I can't do the voiceover voice, but I really. I, I'm imagining like that dude from the '90s who, like, in a world where <laughs> <laughs> that's who's going to be talking. Yeah. But we're back to you guys, uh, and we're coming to you with another quick one this week. So, uh, Coach Steve here has a. Um, I'm going to call it a, a, a practice or maybe a, a an exercise. Yeah. An exercise that he walks his uh, his athletes through, his young athletes through uh, specifically. Um, but I think that would be beneficial for all of us especially as um as routines are shifting around and time times that we're spending mm-hmm. doing things is shifting around um and then specifically we've, we've had uh, several individuals i mean do we, we talk to we talk to people who are trying to get into the world of health and wellness mm-hmm. maybe for the very first time or for the first time in a long time on a weekly basis yeah and almost always uh one of the things that comes up is is um kind of struggling to understand how their schedule is going to incorporate fitness, or maybe they don't think about necessarily how their mm-hmm. schedule is going to incorporate fitness. So I kind of wanted you to uh, walk the walk the listeners through kind of what you would do for them, and and, and like maybe maybe they could uh, either take notes as you're doing it, or like they could maybe take uh, like pause it and do some of those things right. as you're going. But uh, talk talk to us a little bit about that. Right, and and I'll say this first: just if if you've never listened, uh, I'm I'm definitely a uh, in real time, lights come on, guys. So, for people who are a little more polished, they might say bullet point one, two, and three. Um, this is something that I do, and it's not off the cuff because it, it's based on things I've learned and encountered, as well as things that were taught. Um, it's my life as an elite competitor. Um, and, and I would also say you, you it, it's typically a little bit more conversational. Absolutely. It's not like a presentation. So right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As that, he's going through this, take, right. keep that in mind. It's more of a conversation that's being had. So he's doing a one-sided conversation. Yeah, and, and so and, and why this is important is because when I got into coaching, the little gift, I think every coach has a gifting, like a, a particular, it's something that's kind of unique to them yeah. or that they do really well. Um, and mine was, uh, as, as always, it was built around relationships. It was, and it's built around success as well. So when I started coaching, I, I made a transition from being an athlete the year before to then being an authority figure over my teammates. So there was like you, you had literally just played with them. I'd spent four years, five years playing with these dudes, and now I'm the dude the that's coach, yeah. coaching. And the one thing, and that's usually really difficult. They knew me, dude used to go out to the bar and all of this, but I never took that authoritarian approach. I took the, what needs to happen for us to have success? 
I don't. I ain't trying to yell at you. I'm not trying to. Bar- All I want to see you do is get better. Mm-hmm. And it resonated so much, and it allowed me to see by building that kind of rapport what people, what what the athletes were actually struggling with. Mm-hmm. And then what happened from there was when I got out of coaching at the collegiate level. I started to realize it's the same for the everyday person. They just might not know it, <laughs> right? Like they might not know that they actually do care or they, they're, not, they're not as close as they think or what they're doing isn't working. And so what I started to do in different bits was illustrate a picture. And, and what we're gonna do is kind of go through that process that you've seen me take uh, my athletes through. Um, I've actually done this with some of my personal training clients as well as I've gotten more comfortable kind of sitting in that position with people. And the biggest thing that I want people to understand is this health and one, success is hard. I don't care what you're doing it in, success is hard. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's, I think that it's also one of those, like most people, whether or not we know it, if you're courting success and growth, you're really playing with failure. Like yeah. there's struggle along the way. It's not 100%. like, you know, it's the, it's the idea that strength doesn't happen without resistance. Like mm-hmm. most, uh, and, and maybe we have this idea that success is like, oh, I'm just going to make these decisions and all of a sudden, it's whoop, over. Like, I'm going to dream, I dream of genie, like blinking yeah. is all, uh, all six over. pack. There <laughs> it is. Uh, but it's almost always a, a process of mm-hmm. struggling and like going against going against the, the mainstream or the maybe the, the, the river's current. Absolutely. And, and and you can look, and if you don't believe me, for those of you like, well, who is this guy? Listen, you could go listen to any Elon Musk, Bill Gates, whoever you want to idolize. Yeah. Ultra successful people, they have failed more than they have succeeded because, and because success is hard. Uh, the thing coming from, like I say, training elite athletes, being an elite athlete, uh, it was not easy. It was uncomfortable. Some of these elements that I want you to write down just to start framing your mind for, uh, I guess, why why you aren't having the success you're, you, you want to have um, or what you're actually doing to have the success that you want to have, right, is... Uh, success requires sacrifice. Success requires you to um, realistically assess yourself and your situation. Um, And success is, uh, I say, fleeting to the point of you talking about failing. There is no straight line to success. You will have some success and then you will... (laughs) either plateau or you'll fall off the wagon and then you have to get back up and yeah. start all over again. When we were just talking about this off air. We were talking about how there's a, a and we'll, 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 we'll cover this a little bit more in depth at another point, but how there's a, typically a cycle of depression mm-hmm. associated with the top performers in yep. whatever sport, you know, that whether it be the Olympics where your, your dream is to win Olympic gold. And even if you do, like, so let's say that there's only one person in the world who wins Olympic gold right. in any given Olympics, right? So one I, person out I of stakes. seven and a half billion. First of all, that's where it's like everyone loses, right? right? Except for one person. Even that, those people who win Olympic medals, there's a high, uh, high uh, occurrence rate of depression mm-hmm. immediately following because even if you even if you succeed, now it's 
four years of what? And especially, you know, yeah. uh, 28 to 32, 32 to 36. Mm -hmm. A lot of those a four people. Four-year window. A lot of those people now it's like, I mean, Usain Bolt was one of these people where he was young enough where he got to do a couple Olympics back right. to back. But even then, you're going to, two Olympics, you're almost, you're out of peak condition. Mm -hmm. There doesn't matter how good of an athlete you are. You're probably, and this is one of the reasons why Michael Phelps and these people are, right. are lauded is they can stick around. But most of the time, you're going you're gonna to age out. Right. And all of a sudden, it's, well, I had my I had my couple of, couple of days in the sun, yeah. like I got Ooh, my about fifteen minutes. But what's yeah. next? Right. So it's success is fleeting, and it is. And 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 here's what I want you to do, right? As we've written those things down, is when I go through this activity, what I'm really looking for is to check where their mindset is, right? Because we have this this picture and this image of what success is, and we can dream the dreams, and I'm a you know, like I say, my young kids, I'm a, I'm a, I want to be an All-American, a high school All-American, or I want to get 10 D1 offers. And I say, okay. And there's other things that we do, like where you spend your time. We've talked about that before yeah. in relation to what's, this is what you think, yeah. but here's what you're doing, right? Yeah. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to draw a line, a straight line, okay? And on one end, I want you to put you know, your current state. You can put me right now, whatever you want to put, but this is where you're at currently, okay? And then on the other end, we're going to put the potential you. Like when we're talking about this, 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 this you that you're dealing with in your health and wellness space, let's keep it, you know, specific to that, the health and wellness space. This, this could be you with the six pack. This could be you fitting the dress that you want to fit. Um, you know, if you're in the CrossFit, you're winning this game, the, the, the a competition, whatever it is. Okay. And this is our path to success. Okay. Now, here's one thing that I want you to kind of write to the side is success is not linear. Okay. And what I mean by that is when we think of goals, when we think of where we want to go, who we want to be, we inherently always think it's going to be a straight line. So that's number one. Now, number two, what I want you to actually do is draw little swipes through your line. And like I want you to create a gap is basically what I want you to do. So don't like make a number line, like literally create a gap in that line maybe do five or six, okay? These gaps represent the holes or the things that are preventing us from moving towards our current, our potential self. They can be anything, right? I don't know for you, but when I think about this thing, for me, it is um, uh, lack of adherence. Right. Sometimes when I get in, I get a groove going, I get a two weeks into a good training routine and then I fall off the wagon. Um, another gap for me is um, I have an addictive personality, which I make bad decisions in terms of nutrition. Maybe I drink too much. Maybe I have I want to go eat out at Texas Roadhouse or who knows what. Right. Um, lack of sleep will be another one. I have a tendency to not sleep as much as I should on a consistent basis for whatever those things are. And, and, and just 
to bring it full circle because this could be anything, uh, negative thoughts, right? Self-defeating thoughts. That's another gap. What about uh, not like literally not knowing what those gaps are? Yeah, like uh, uh, I, I don't know what I don't know, right? right? You don't have no idea what you need to do to get there, right? And that's what I mean. These gaps could be anything, okay? But there's absolutely gaps. There's gaps. If there wasn't gaps, you'd be there. Yeah, once you made the decision. It's, it's like that if, if, if in this path, if there were no gaps in between point A and point B, you'd yeah. be at point B, right? Like exactly. If you're exactly. driving down the road and there's no holes in the middle of the road, you just keep driving. Oh, coach told me it's going to take me a month. I'm right there in a month, right? <laughs> and that, But here's what's crazy is that's what we think. Yeah. Let's keep it real. CrossFit. Okay, if I show up every day for an hour, I'm a I'm I'm good. That's what it is. That's what I heard when I saw the little video. CrossFit. This is what CrossFit is, and it's great. And I'm gonna show up to my gym for an hour, four days a week, and I'm ready to go. I'm gonna have all my goals. And then when we get into the mix of it, what happens? We start hitting these gaps, right? We might have a little success, and then we fall off. Uh, because we're looking at this thing the wrong way. And what I want you to do is now we have this imagery, right? Success is not linear. The second point to this is there are going to be gaps getting in the way or, or preventing us from getting where we want to go. And we need to be able to identify those. And that takes looking in the mirror, okay, for my young athletes that I talk to. It's like, hey, you want to be an all-state, you want to get D1 scholarships, but the only time you're working on your game is when it's practice time. You ain't spending no outside time trying to be number one recruit in the country. You ain't spending no time in the weight room trying to have a physical advantage, right? You got to be able to look in the mirror and identify what are these gaps that are in your life preventing you from going where you want to go, okay? Now, like I said, this is what we think success looks like. And there's merit to this. Now what I want you to do on the same piece of paper, I want you to draw a, what would that be? I don't know how to describe this verbally. Uh, an exponential line, a catty corner line. Start in one corner diagonal. and draw it up. A diagonal, diagonal line. line. Thank you. Draw a diagonal line. Okay. This is going to be more of a representation of what success looks like. Now I want you on the on the left hand side at the bottom of that line, draw you a little dot, the, the current me. And then at the top of that line, draw the same potential me, future me. Okay. And now what you can do, and this is the twofold part, so just, just listen to me very clearly. I want you to draw dashes on the way up. Okay, and there can be as many, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. It could be 50 of these, it could be six. But then we're also gonna need to draw some gaps. So hopefully you're not doing this with a pen. <laughs> or you just pause it. Right, or pause it and start <laughs> Listen over. Listen to the complete expl explanation first. And these, these dashes, these gaps that we've created are the same as in the linear model. The dashes represent milestones, different things that we need to do to become the future me. Now, this is the part where you say, well, I still don't know. Insert former, you know, previous podcast. 
I want to get in shape. You should probably go talk to a professional. You should go talk to a coach that can help you identify the things that you need to do so you're not just shooting in the dark, right? But we now have to have milestones to take us to where we want to go, okay? In relation to the gaps that are already there preventing us from getting there. Hopefully that makes sense. Does that, as I'm talking to you, yeah. David, does that make sense? I like it. I'm, I'm also envisioning kind of like a stairs, staircase. Exactly. Right. 100%. So you're taking a, you're taking a, like a, a really steep ramp and now you're putting mm -hmm. notches along the way that you can like, I'm, I'm going to make it to that next notch yep. and I know I'm going to level up. I'm going to be at that next level, but I still might have a break in the staircase. Yeah. I need somebody to build a ladder for me and I might have to go find somebody to help with that. Exactly. Or I might have to gain knowledge or I might have to work on my in the world of like similar like I want to back squat 300 pounds and I've mm -hmm. never back squat 300 pounds before well you just can't put 300 pounds on the on the you realize I'm gonna have to do some training so time might be a gap in exactly. there right and, like and you just haven't put enough time in there and you took the words right out of my mouth because when you can identify the milestones or the things that you need to do to achieve the future me and whatever this thing is you want now we can put time on it because if you've never back squatted and you want to be able to back squat 300 pounds or 400 pounds, now you have a more realistic picture of the timeline for you to achieve it. Now, because we can be realistic, we can set appropriate expectations. Because if I show up and I've never worked out and I watch some dude on YouTube talk about all I got to do is squat every day and I'm going to be able to do... 300 pounds in, in six weeks. You don't even know how to squat. <laughs> right? You're setting a false sense of, uh, of expectation in your mind, and there's nothing more defeating than having a false sense of expectations or what should happen. We already know expectations are dangerous in themselves, yeah. let alone wrong expectations. Yeah. Because... Okay, well, you don't even know, and, this, and there's another piece that we're going to put on this little illustration... You don't know, okay, how am I going to feel after I squat for the first time? Yeah. What is the appropriate, like... You never, if you never put yourself <laughs> in the place of experience in those things, you don't, like, you can, you can imagine, oh man, what it would be like, uh, I went all the way back to like, when you're, a, when I was a young boy and I was like, I want to have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what's that going to be, like, you don't even know how you're going to be when you have, exactly. a, when you have this other, you know, this thing in your life, this experience mm -hmm. in your life. You don't know how that's going to interfere yeah. or interact with who you currently are. Yeah, and watch this. And what we're going to do now, folks, is we're going to add the, and I don't want to say the final piece, but it's going to help bring this all together. Because we've seen, if you haven't, there's this illustration out there that shows like what people think success is and then what it really is. And it's a squiggle line all over the place. You go back and you go forward. What I want you to do right now, right? We have the where we are. We have where we want to be. We have the gaps, right? That could be anything depending on who we are. And we have these milestones now. Now, I want you to draw circles around above and below this diagonal line. I want some to be closer to the line. I want some to be further away from the line. Okay. Uh, let's say, let's write 12. Just, just put 12 of them up there all over the place. Because this is the part that really throws people when we hit this mark. Because again, what are we usually battling? What am I dealing with when I'm talking to somebody? I don't have a realistic picture of what success looks like, what it involves. Now those circles 
are distractions. Hmm. Now we're going to have to get unemotional for, for this part. This is black and white success talk. Anything that takes you away from your goal is a distraction. Anything. It could be family. It could be kids. It could be your a job. social life. It could be your job. It, could, it be. could be your job. And some of those are closer to video the line. Games, it could be video games. Yeah. It could be well, I'm thinking about the Netflix. When you, when you talk to some of your younger mm -hmm. athletes, Netflix probably I mean there's some It could be a girlfriend. Yeah. And here's and here's why, because as we're moving along this path of these milestones, there's different territory that comes with these milestones. When there's different territory, there's different distractions. There's always distractions, but there's different distractions for different territories. If you're in the NBA, you got a whole different world of distractions yep. than you do if you're on the freshman team at Park Hill High School, yep. right? But it's important to be able to identify these because think about this. The distraction that's furthest away from that line is going to take you further away from your goal. Like it's like a uh, I'm 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 a nerdy dude. I'm imagining like <laughs> there's a gravitational pull associated with every 100%. single one of these things. The closer that you get to it, the more it bends your path mm -hmm. away from it. And then you, if you want to go back towards your goal, now you got further to go. Go because your path has been diverted. Hundred percent. Far enough. And why this is important for uh, adults to do, you have more distractions than any other person. Mm -hmm. I do this with my high school athletes, my college athletes. Because they still have a, a like a jump on us, right? Like, you are ahead of this. If you can know this now, you can know how to manage these things. Whereas as an adult, well, like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm married. Yeah. My wife requires attention and things from me. I was going to say, if you, were, if you were giving them some, because some, I feel like distractions has typically, like, well, I don't have any distractions in my life. If you were to give people a less charged word than distractions, mm -hmm. would you say something that is, um, either takes time, energy, mental space, yeah. like the things in your life that, that, that you, you devote those things to. Or in a positive way. Because like I say, we had to be unemotional for that. And you know I can... Priorities. Some of those could be distractions. I, I like hanging out with my friends on the weekend. Right, and I was thinking Some like, of them are like priorities. Watching, like things that, like watching Netflix or... Mm -hmm. um, I don't even. I'm trying to uh, watching sports. Like yeah. Things that you spend your time doing currently mm -hmm. um, would be in that realm of as long as I mean if, if your if your goal is to uh, have watched every single Netflix video maybe that's then in line with your goal good, right <laughs> but if it's not then you're you're I guess maybe things that you are uh, energy or time or resources that you're spending on other things that you could have otherwise been spending moving you towards your goal exactly and the reason all of this is important whether you want to call it a distraction or you are looking at this saying, here are the responsibilities I have on my plate, here are my priorities, yeah. is now once we have a real picture, what I can do is say, here's the course of action I can take, factoring in the time I wanna spend with my family, factoring in the time I have to devote to my job, factoring in, I do wanna have a social life. And now you can create a path that is one, going to be consistent. It's two, it's going to be realistic in terms of what you can actually do. And your goals can be made according to that because the hardest thing about success in the health and wellness field in terms of like the journey, and I feel like it is number two 
compared to like your faith walk, in my opinion, believing in God and all of the <laughs> stuff that encompasses compared to what we see in the world, staying the line in, in this health and fitness journey. It's so many easy ways for us to fall off misinformation, um, unrealistic goals and expectations of ourselves, not even knowing what I'm up against in order to have the success that I'm capable of having. And this helps clear it up. Yeah. And we go back to me or, or what I said before, looking in the mirror and saying, okay, now that I've laid all of this out, now that I can look and say, here are my priorities. Here's what I enjoy and I want to spend my time doing. Here's how much time I have for health and fitness. If it's not one of those priorities, now can you be okay saying the path of me to losing those 40 pounds is going to take five years. The path to me yeah. being able to run that marathon yeah. because I've made my health and fitness a priority is going to be six months. Yep. And honestly, so as an aside, this is yeah. one of the reasons why I, I try to hit on nutrition with everybody mm -hmm. up front because you can only dedicate so much time yep. to exercise on a weekly basis. Really, there's only so much. I mean, unless you're like you have a, a very active job, you're mm -hmm. going to be spending most of your life in a seated or a laying down position. Right. Some of it is going to be walking. Very little of it's going to be exercising. However, you got to eat on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. That's one of those like you can you can like it's the investment type of thing as right. opposed to it's going to work for you no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also one of the things that gets most screwed up. Yeah. Um, in terms of our relationships with food, so that's where it's like you can you can I think um, and, and too I think a lot of that is well talk about uh, mis uh, misrepresentation or misinformation in terms of what it takes to be successful. I got to work out twenty hours a week if I want to have this. If I, if I want to look the way that I want to look or if I want to be able to perform the way I want to perform, like, well, where did you get where did that? You hear that? Yeah, where did you get that Why information from? That? Why do you believe that? Yeah. And and this one, like, for, for folks listening, you know how to get in contact with me, especially our people at CrossFit Northland. If you want to sit down and go through this in real time, because I, I love this, because when you hear the stuff that we say as coaches or you hear a coach or that commercial say something. That's how we get lost. Yeah. Because they say, all you got to do is be committed. And I'm thinking one thing, and it has is no realistic picture compared to what my life actually looks like. We got to be able to paint the picture correctly and then be able to say, oh, okay, now I get why my coach is telling me that nutrition is the foundation. Now I get why I need to be consistent because... When you can realistically understand and see how detrimental or how impactful the inconsistency becomes, now you can, maybe you got a little more willpower to show up to the gym, right? I know I'm getting married seven months from now, right? Now you can frame that seven months out in a time that's digestible and keeps you motivated and engaged. You got a course of action or a path that you can have like realistic benchmarks that you're trying to hit. Yep. You have an understanding of distractions that are gonna come along the way. You can get support. All of this stuff is important. Instead of just blindly walking into, well, they told me CrossFit was gonna do it. Yeah. They my doctor told me to get a, a, a personal trainer and well, you could go get the best personal trainer, you could go to the best place, whatever, but if you don't know this, 
you're going to be spinning your wheels at some point along that journey. 100%. You know? So. I love it, man. Yeah, well, man. Thank you for talk, walking us through this. For those of you uh, who, who did that, uh, man, we'd love for you to share it with us. Yeah. Um, for those of you who struggled to keep up or, or maybe started with, uh, you know, online with what Steve was saying and then uh, maybe got a little lost in, at some point in there, like he said, reach out. Um, Steve has a, a link that he can you he can send you to book us some time in yeah, his schedule. Come sit down with uh, or at the very least just send an email. Um, we've talked about this before. S Redmond at CrossFit Northland, D Pope at CrossFit Northland mm-hmm. um, dot com, and we would we would love to hear what you guys had to say. Uh, but again, uh, back kind of running through everything. So first start of success is success requires sacrifice. Uh, success requires a realistic assessment, and success is fleeting. Mm-hmm. That's where we started with. I think that also uh, is conjoined with and and and, and uh, needs to be coupled with what is your definition of success? Right. Where are we moving toward? Where are we currently? And then realizing that there's going to be some gaps in along the way. There's going to be some milestones. Yep. Re- receiving help in terms of if you don't know what those milestones are, what those gaps are, is probably going to be the most beneficial thing. Yeah. Um, and then being uh, guided in a way that's like, okay, how do we how do we act on a on a daily, weekly, monthly basis in order to do whatever this is? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was uh, that was excellent, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, with absolutely, us. man. And uh, we'll be back next week. More information to come. We'll be, talk, we'll be talking a little bit about the B-sides Yes. of uh, just about everything. I like it. Just about everything. Appreciate your time, guys. We'll talk at you next week. Cool.